Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights, here for a recap episode for the podcast numbered 799 up through 823. This is episode number 825. It's visible by 25 now, gets the treatment of the previous, that would be five weeks. So five weeks of Monday through Friday. Thanks, sponsors, Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, ComC.com, Burbank Sports Cards, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Heritage Auctions, Huggins and Scott Auctions, Panini, Upper Deck, and Tops. So hopefully all sponsors get coverage on some level every segment, but some get more than others, and I'm trying to even that out. First of all, the 799 was an outtake. In fact, 799 and 801 both were outtakes from my Zoom visit with John Newman. Always honored to be asked to be a guest on his show. I enjoy the way he comes at things, a lot of enthusiasm. He wanted to hear, again, I Realizing I'm one of the few people that's been to every national. So 799 was more about the very first national. And that's ancient history many decades ago. But I still remember walking in the room and looking out. It was a very different from what we know now because I actually believe I was looking down into the floor. When you walked in, there was a kind of a step down. That's different than when you walk in the national now and you look up and you just can't even see the back of the room. John does a great job. At turning. And then 801 was because we did a longer interview there and there were other things that he wanted to talk about. The other was about through the 80s, the nationals, they were great. They they weren't bad, but they just were at a certain level. They were probably were getting slightly better, incrementally better, but there were a couple nationals in the 80s that were, well, 86 and 90 were in Arlington, the suburb of Dallas. It's over where the Rangers and the Cowboys play now. But 91 was the primary turning point. And yet, a few years after that, the national was doing way worse. So there's just always been an ebb and flow. There have been turning points. 91, I'm not sure we've even yet reached that height, but we're very close if we're not, because I think Chicago last year and Atlantic City this year were strong. These episodes were both before the national. So John wanted to lead into it and I wanted to as well. He was aware that I just enjoy talking to him and he brings out some things I haven't said before. So I want to make sure I share them with my audience too. 802, three and four were all just me turning on my recorder when I'm walking around with Rob Varis. I guess we've got a bunch of episodes with Rob, but I was out there with my wife. We had a lovely vacation. Did we go out there to see my two sisters on the West Coast and just because we're out there see Rob Veris? Or did we see Rob at Burbank? And then, oh, by the way, we see two of my sisters that live on the West Coast as well and some nephews. And it was a lot of fun. So a multi-purpose trip. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Had a great time. Each day we spent with different people. So every day was different. But my afternoon with Rob at Burbank was terrific. And Diane had a lovely time as well, visiting, watching things develop as well as Stephen, Rob's dad and Rob's wife and sister. And so this is just a family day at Burbank. I had my recorder on the whole time. I got a lot of stuff and the audio wasn't very good, but the content was cool. Really having focused time with a hobby legend, which Rob really is. So that was delightful. Really glad I did that. I was only 20 years late, Rob. So I was there in the early 2000s and, and it's shame on me. So I'm really glad I got out there and it's amazing and kudos to you. 805 was my reflective kind of thing. I was thinking about what to do before the National, and I thought, we're not going to talk every episode about the National or Burbank. So it was leadership failures, and it was basically Lee Colin, my friend. We've got a lot of mutual friends, but he's a consultant in a different way than I am, but very smart guy and written several books. But I thought, I'm going to look at this from the filter of Beckett Publications and my leadership, and I didn't fail on 
on very many levels, but I sure had room for improvement. And a lot of times it takes, it's been now 17 and a half years of hindsight. Plus I was doing that partly in preparation for my visits, thinking about Kunal Chopra, the new Beckett CEO, and just thinking about how each CEO, each leader brings his own personality. I brought mine, he's bringing his. And in the passage of time, I can reflect back 17 and a half years ago, I thought I did a good job, but I can see how I had a lot of room for improvement. 806 was the most commented episode I think I've ever had on negativity and accountability from the content creator conversation at the dinner at Waters Creek that had been a few weeks before that. And uh, there just was the comments that I thought, I'm going to respond to the comments. And it's not that they were all negative. Some of them were positive, negative, whatever, but just adding a nuance and perspective to a conversation that's tricky because there is some negativity in the hobby. And it'd be great if the influencers and leaders would step up and it'd be good examples and the hobby would police its own. But that doesn't always happen. 807, 8, and 9 were all, these were Rob asking the questions. And he had me on an Instagram live. And then he had another Instagram thing. So there were several things there. And I just had my recorder on for that. I just thought, I'm trying to create content that's different from what I've been doing. And uh, when people are asking me questions on their show, it brings out something. I thought, I've never asked myself that. So a lot of fun going way back with Rob. And I hope he got some value from that. And I hope it wasn't uh, duplicative because, and again, I strongly suggest that you follow Rob on Instagram and you'll get a video as well as audio, which uh, audio is fine for me. So thanks, Rob, for doing that. And he had a very professional film crew there. Things that I don't really want to do. I want to keep it not too intense. 810 was slipped in there. The tribute to Bill Russell did that with Rich. I could have done that myself, but I enjoy doing things with Rich. Bill Russell, obviously very worthy. They've now retired number six in all the, uh, for all basketball teams. I'm not sure how many players were still doing it, but uh, again, when I'm looking at dollar boxes before he died, I'm still seeing Bill Russell's in there, mainly base cards or easy inserts. But they're there, and I think everything's probably gone up, and I don't expect to see a lot there, but I have my Bill Russell cards that I want. 811 was the Atlantic City National Aftermath. Again, a lot of good response from this. I just felt so bad. Rich's wife had come down with COVID right before, and he couldn't go, and we had a conversation about that. I just thought I was really hoping there was a way, but obviously his first priority was his wife, and she in in truth, did have a not serious, uh, horrible, hospitalizing type of case, but he his first priority is obviously his wife. But uh, he wanted to be there, and I just thought, and he has his uh, ear to the ground for what's going on, so I thought, talk to Rich about the National and what I heard, what he heard. I was there, he wasn't there, and then we'll see, and then we'll, <laughs> next year, Rich is my wingman in some respects. I missed Rich in, in more ways than one. 812, another thing that happened out at Burbank, uh, unbeknownst to me, I'm out there, and Jeff Wilson's there, so I said, hi, Jeff. And he says, hey, I was going to do an 89 upper deck box break. Can you join in? Can you be one of the guys? So it's Rob and myself and Jeff, and we're busting packs and having a good time. And I just don't do that many lighthearted things. So I thought I'd share that and got a delayed start. So I thought, well, that's not on Jeff's feed. So I'll lead in with that. And I wound up winning. I've won in so many respects. So I can't say I've never won anything, but nothing ventured, nothing gained. That's what I think. 813 was with Rich. Rich, I think, knows these guys better than I do, that the future, the three guys that are the new national NSCC managers uh, taking over for Dan Burkus, Mike's son, 
and John Brogy and family. I think they may have one more year, but these are seasoned promoters. One thing I thought was interesting is that they're all three East Coast guys. None of them really had the kind of corporate experience that Mike Burkus had. But again, I think it's a well-oiled managed machine at this point. So I think I'm looking forward to onward and upward and bigger and better. 814, I love the eight listener questions. Enjoy that. So I'll do those periodically. 815, as you can see, Torsten is in a league of his own. <laughs> Torsten Bauer, my German D friend, second group of questions from him. A little more intellectual. I just didn't want to lump them in. I just thought I'm going to give him his own episode and then he and I will be live at some point when we accumulate a few more, but he stimulates some things out of me that some of the general questions don't. 816, Upper Deck Hockey Battle, a premiere and SB Authentic. Again, I just try to give some insights there, but I'm just not a typical purchaser. And so you've got to take my insights with a grain of salt. If I pick one over the other, it doesn't mean you should. It means you should be considering what's right for you. 817, the interview with Brian Peertock, fun guy, very entrepreneurial. I'm the opposite of Jeremy Lee for Sports Cards Live, where he does this pre-interview before he's going to have somebody to interview on his longer show. But since I'm only 15 minutes instead of two hours, I thought, I just want to just connect with Brian and you know, let her rip from the beginning and just see where it goes. So I love more impromptu, unscripted. And Brian had fun with that. Again, he's very comfortable in front of the camera and uh, spoken and had a good time. So we had more in common than I thought. 818 was the Panini box battle. And that was one of the first full multi-sport battles I've had. And basketball won. And I think that's probably not fair. On the other hand, that's what people do. They don't necessarily do a box battle between, am I going to buy this hockey box or that hockey box? They say, I've got a hundred bucks or 200 bucks to spend on the hobby. And what am I going to spend it on? And that means what sport, what year, what brand, what product. And so these products need to be, and again, every product was good, but I like the basketball one the best. I think it's probably because I'm preferring basketball, but that's what people do. 819 was the origin with Herman Bryant. I had invited Herman to come on. He's been a Hobby Hotline co-host, Braves fan. And I think I'm going to have to have a quota for Dale Murphy fans because I've had several episodes that turn into love fests for Dale Murphy. Add Herman to that. 820 was the outtakes from Hobby Hotline. That was right after the national. I thought, well, just put that out there because, again, when I'm not the one asking the questions, I've asked a question. So pulling that out was good. 821 and 822 were the dueling questions with Brian Pierup. Again, very entrepreneurial. So we had more in common on that that I think that we did on the hobby, and yet we got into some hobby talk as well. And then finally, the dueling questions with Herman Bryant, 3B Collectibles. Very nice guy. I just think there's situations where in a large crowd, Herman and I both are not that boisterous, more soft-spoken. But when it's one-on-one, and we're just a couple of guys talking, and I told him, I said, Herman, get your questions ready. I've got some for you, and we're just going to have fun going back and forth. We did that, and then later I was on his show with Ken, and uh, so I've made a new friend. And so thanks, Herman and Brian and the other guys that I didn't know as well that I've gotten to know a little better through this. Thanks for another five weeks of listening to these episodes that are fun for me and hopefully fun for you too. See you tomorrow and uh, have a great hobby. The man in the house of cards. The man is doing all right.